live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Raj under pressure. Throws deep. Skinny post. Walk in. See land. He got clear and he walked the dog. 30 and a touchdown. Snap to Murray. Going to throw. And it's a fade right side for Brown in the end zone. Brown hauls it in. And it's a touchdown. What a catch by Hollywood. Second and goal to go. Chiefs at the 10. Slant. It is caught. It's caught by Jody Fortson. Rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Straight ahead to the 10. Out to the 15, 20, 25 to the 30, 35. Nixon stumbles, breaks a tackle, and Nixon's on the loose to the 40, 30, 25, 20. Good night, Vienna. Pistols firing. Touchdown, Oklahoma State. Jaden Nixon with a kickoff return for a touchdown. Big hole for Miller. Kick three up the middle. To midfield, here's Miller to the 40, to the 30, to the 20. Touchdown, Kittree Miller from 69 yards out. And the Horn Frogs keep pouring at all the Sooners at Fort Worth today. Again, don't we, we're not very good, obviously, right now. You know, we got a lot to get better at. You know, talent doesn't win games. Uh, teams win games, and uh, we got a lot to, to get better at to be to become a good football team. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week and a new month. The trifecta today, Monday, October 3. T-Row in the morning showtime here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. We are brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is the place to be. Oh, boy. 55-24 TCU on Saturday in Fort Worth. OSU beats Baylor in Waco, 36-25. Tulsa falls to Cincinnati, 31-21. Full day of NFL in the books. we got a Monday night game tonight. Rams and 49ers, an all-California affair tonight. And a lot of other stuff to get into on this Monday of OU Texas week. Uh. <laughs> It's OU Texas week, everybody. Coming up Saturday, 11 a.m. at the State Fair of Texas. For only the fifth time ever, OU and Texas will play when both teams have at least two losses. That's amazing. It's only happened five times. I guess they usually play fairly early in the season, but still pretty amazing. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Oh, what does it matter? We suck. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'll tell you this. I had a great weekend outside of four hours. There's a four-hour window that was not very good, and then the rest was just great. Well, good. Tell me about it. I could use a lift. Friday night, sat down and finally got to watch Facing Nolan because it's on Netflix now. 
Woo! There may have been a grown man with tears in his eyes about 8.30, uh, 9 o'clock on Friday night as that thing wrapped up. It was good? Um, oh, good doesn't yeah. even begin to describe it. Are you kidding me? Telling the story Question. of the greatest man that ever lived? Athlete that ever Two lived, questions. I should say. Yeah. Two questions, actually. One, did you hold it in your hand the whole time? Uh, Bronx and I actually went TV on that one. We went TV. What? Yeah, we went TV. So what? But Nolan deserves a big screen. Uh, if anyone does, it's Nolan Ryan. So, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a what a um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, that's just an, what an honor, I guess, for uh, Nolan. It is an honor for Nolan. Yes. That you would. Think so highly of him to move him to the big screen. That's uh... <laughs> now. Do they cover his Texas Rangers career they in do. that, or is it too brief? No, nope, nope. that was a big part of the uh, whole documentary. A big yeah. part. Yeah. Huh. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Okay. What else about your weekend was good? Then we uh, had Saturday. Saturday morning was nice and pleasant. Watching some game day, drinking coffee, is hanging out with the wife. She didn't have to work were you at on home Saturday. Or at the lake this week. Uh, we were at home uh, in, okay. in Norman. And then, um, then we had that four-hour window. Yeah, and then eleven uh, to three. We went. Right, it was actually yeah. It was, a, it was a right at four hours. Yeah, a never-ending game. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ran some errands, and uh, then headed out to Pryor's Pizza and Sala out there uh, in the Goldsby area on uh, Saturday night. Lovely place. I'd been out there. What to set words up a, did you just say? Sala, I think, is what it's called. The it's some new addition out there. Uh, Prior's oh, that's a pizza place. kitchen, yes. Prior's Pizza okay. Kitchen, okay. and um, I had set up Ted on a couple of remotes out there, and I said we got to go check this place out. So we went out there, and it was uh, it was happening. You got man. a pie? Hundreds of people out there, many of who we knew. We ran into some friends, oh. ended up sitting with them, and uh, John said, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. And I said, I don't even really want to talk about it either. And then we proceeded John? to drink beer and talk about it for the next two or three hours. Oh, and- boy. <laughs> so ran into some other people out there. The- it's an well, incredible place. place. It's an incredible, huh? beautiful place. What's incredible place. about it? You... Are driving out to it, and this is the way I felt the first time driving out to it. You're driving out there to it, and you're like, well, there's nothing out here. And then you turn into this uh, gated, uh, beautiful addition that has this uh, bar called Sip Across One Street that's a coffee and wine bar, and then Pryor's Pizza across the street, which has this huge outdoor area with pickleball and cornhole and ping pong tables and... Uh, this big turf area outside with these big table. It's a, it's a, it's a chicken and pickle in a way, but out in the middle of uh, just the country, and it's just beautiful out there. Yeah, yeah. You check you go, out. You've got to go check it out. Goldsby, so, you said. It's. Uh, I think it's actually still a Norman address, but you, you turn on a twenty uh, fourth. You pass. Uh, well, for us, if you're going, you exit right there at Riverwind. You pass Riverwind. You turn left on 24th, and you go down about three miles into the country there. Okay. So, right. yeah. Pretty is close to extreme wedding, outdoor. wedding chapel or the wedding barn or whatever it is out there? Is it is it anywhere near that? It sounds like it's kind of the same place. It's right around the Not corner really. from Teddy Lehman's house, if you know where Teddy Lehman lives. So. No, I don't. I've never been That's what I was told by house. a couple of people. Teddy lives right around the right. corner over there. Uh, you just go around, around the corner here. So... Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but no, we went out there Friday night. It was beautiful. And then Sunday, we uh, had Bronx's birthday party yesterday, which was a grand time for Ooh. everyone. So not quite Bronx's birthday yet, birthday. but his birthday's coming up this weekend. And not what? ideal to throw his birthday, you know, on the weekend of fall break in OU, Texas. So he got his birthday party about four or five days early. Now, hang on a second. Yeah. Why isn't it's ideal to have your birthday on fall break OU Texas weekend? Why what? Well, why is he giving it a week early? He, uh, Thursday is going to be his actual birthday, so it falls midweek kind of. But next weekend, you've got families traveling. You've got some going other places. Some going OU Texas. Um, we'll be down oh. there. We'll be traveling back. It's just a difficult weekend to have a party. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. This is a single child. You guys make a big deal out of his birthdays. Uh, you <laughs> no, you have a bunch he has of friends a and people party. together. And, yeah, um, you have a bunch of people had, together and friends. He had four or five friends, like yeah, yeah, and a few others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry if you don't celebrate your children or allow them to have a party when they're 12. Um, You'll grow out of that. It's okay. Well, yes, you'll he'll grow, grow out, out of it, but <laughs> he hasn't yet, so... Yes, he had well, a party I mean, on Sunday. Second or third child or something like that. You'll grow out oh, of it. Oh, poor so. Chloe. <laughs> poor Chloe never got a party. Um, I usually like have a friend over and they'll maybe, maybe a friend over or something like that. That's usually the extent of it. Yeah, I mean, that's like the family will go out to eat and celebrate or something like that, but not a whole to-do. You guys are a big whole to-do family. You, except for you, you don't like to have a party for your birthdays. Yeah. But you do a lot of hold to do. It was uh, I don't know if it's you a get together to with do. people. And he had throw a bunch of stuff. Four or five friends. My, my and they sister's went a hold to do. Yeah, he went my fishing. sister's a hold to do person. She likes to have a party for everything, <laughs> and she likes to have people over, and everything's a hold to do. We don't throw a lot of hold to dos. We just kind of like, eh, it's your birthday. What do you want to do? You want to have a friend over? You want? We'll go to we'll go to uh, Chili's or something. Kind Is that good enough? Kind of. Yeah. Dad, are you rude? Broke. That's what kind of dad I am. My third child. Well, the the, the party cost us the uh, cost of the cake, basically. So it was free. We uh, had it at a little fishing hole. And they fished and mm-hmm. had a good time. They had a great time. Mm-hmm. That's irritating. Had his one friend that's uh, allergic to fish stand way back and just yell at him. Looks good, guys. Hey, catch another one. Poor uh, Stu. Oh, we love Stu. Allergic to fish? <laughs> He's allergic to everything, so <laughs> poor kid. <laughs> we had to buy him Oreos because he couldn't have any of the cake. It's like, <laughs> poor Stu. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Well, I mean, other than the game. Other than the game, it was weekend, a good, good weekend. Like. Busy weekend. Great pizza. weekend. Pizza. You threw your only child a party for the whole right, neighborhood. Right. It was a good weekend. A good weekend. <laughs> the whole neighborhood. You love to exaggerate details of things. I'm just a reporter. That's it. I'm an accurate reporter. You're a crappy reporter then. <laughs> good thing you got um, out of it. I don't remember getting an invite. That hurts a little bit, but that's okay. That's consistent. Well, your boys are too old, and uh, you've got a daughter, and he said, uh, this is a boys only man only uh birthday party because i'm doing some fishing except for my two cousins they can come but they got to stay away from the fishing all right well i mean that was great to hear about that was pleasant 
Uh, now we got to get good. into the other. Now we got to get into the other. I'm afraid. I would say I had the exact opposite week. Uh, there was about uh, everything was crappy yeah. except for maybe four hours. If I, Friday night was uh, kind of nice. We went out to uh, eat in Fort. I was going to say Friday night. You looked like you were happy in your pictures with the burger place. Yeah, we had a good time at the Rodeo Goat, which, which is a whole place in Fort Worth I never knew existed. I've never been to that. I don't even know what they call it area. There's a whole area that is just the just a super cool restaurants and it's like you know kind of a brick townish area is it sundance square is that where it's at or no that's downtown this this was out west of town a little bit hmm. i may not even know of this area then uh yeah no sundance square's downtown right Isn't that uh, the downtown area? yeah yeah i don't think this was that i could be wrong but i've stayed downtown a lot we did not stay downtown this trip we stayed at a different place and uh, Bob Cunningham had uh, – well, he didn't have reservations, but he found this place, and it was great. It was a burger place and uh, kind of – but the whole area was super cool. So that was neat, and we had a good time. And then <laughs> right down here the rest of the weekend was <laughs> – No, that was it, huh? <laughs> oh, Sunday, lost, nothing Colt, Sunday turned Colts it around lost. for you or anything? Oh, Colts lost. No, that's Colts right. Colts lost. Yeah. Uh, Leeds didn't score. They They – Managed to draw, but one of their guys got you a red card. You cannot let Leeds depress you, okay? Please, oh, stop Very that. much I do. <laughs> no. Early second half, no. they got a red card and uh, had to play a man down. And so it was it was a pretty good accomplishment to manage a draw in that game, but they didn't win. And then the Colts lost, and then, yeah. I mean, it was a terrible weekend. Terrible weekend. So, um Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was our conversation Friday night. Uh, Saturday night. Don't want to talk about it. Ah, let's talk about it for the next two or three hours. Well, I don't want to talk about it either, but I get paid to do a radio oh, show. Oh, so we got we <laughs> we to gotta, gotta gotta talk about we it. I, mean, I would it. rather not. I get, and then tonight, you know what? I got two, two TV shows to do. Uh, let's go talk about uh, it. I gotta talk and about it's it OU Texas week. We're not supposed to feel this way. Nope. We're not. Dinks. This but we stinks. do. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So let's get after it. Uh, phone lines are open, 405-329-9000. Text line is open, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. A couple of days of therapy begins right now on The Ref. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Sour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Healthplex. Well done, hospital. Well done. Well... I've, trust me, I've already got a lot of requests on the uh, text line today, more than usual. For music? For, for certain songs, yeah. Um, so we'll have to credit some of the listeners for some of the stuff I play today, I think. Uh, Norman listening. Regional Health System, your South Central Oklahoma health care provider. <sighs> I don't know if I want to get to the text or not. I uh, I made the mistake this morning of getting here and reading the unread text from over the weekend, <laughs> some of which came in on Sunday when no one was here. And then I was in like a bad, People sad have to have mood. An outlet. <laughs> bad, they have sad to have mood. an outlet to like, some of the like um, 
obviously I get a lot of uh, feedback on my Twitter feed. And sometimes it'll be to like, um, oh, just like a random thing. Like I'll tweet a picture of the radio crew at dinner or um, here's what time the pregame show starts or something. (laughs) And then like the next day there'll be a reply to that picture of the radio crew. It'll say something about this team's overrated. This coaching staff's over, you know, on and on and on. Like they're just like, I got to find some sort of thing to like what? What about that prompted that reply? <laughs> what about a picture of the radio crew prompted you to go off on the defense? Maybe you know? if you are spending all your time eating burgers, you make spider boards better, this team would play better. If they would reference the picture, then I would say, oh, okay, well, that triggered them. But it's not even – they're not even related, you know. It's just – it's something angry. It's something, oh, you related. And so. Look at Teddy Lehman in that picture. He used to know how to tackle. <laughs> so what uh, – where do you want to start today, teacher? Um, you got some texts. Uh, there are, there are some wanna... texts here. Yeah, let's All see right. where people are going with this. Um, Eric Comfort Solutions text line. Eric from Illinois is in. He says, "I'm not giving up on this team. It's really tough right now. We've been spoiled with unbelievable quarterback play for a decade, and after a scary injury Saturday, we saw why Gabriel is the guy for us. This team's problems are on film." for all to see, and I believe adjustments will be made, but most of us didn't want to admit the cupboard was sparse for BV. It just was. I don't think these kids have quit. They just have a long, long way to go. I'm not hopping off the schooner. The pain will pay off. Okay. Good attitude there. What a loser. Eric in Illinois. Ah, Eric. Uh, here's a request for the uh, MASH theme song at some point for the Sooner Trio. Have you ever seen a day like that with the... No, injuries? and it's one reason why, obviously, the game was as long as it was and kind of got drug out, but uh, it was. It seemed like someone for OU, every couple of plays was going off the yeah. field or, yeah, yeah, or there was a problem, so it was not a good afternoon, no. I got a list here. Um, I, I told Shep... I think second quarter. Let's start compiling a list so we can remember everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have the these list. Guys, these guys didn't play at all. Marcus Major, Marcus Stripling, R. Mason Thomas, J.J. Hester, Josh Eaton. Uh, injured and came back in Saturday. Kenai Walker, Andrew Rame, Anton Harrison, Jaden Davis. Injured and did not come back in. Billy Bowman, Wanye Morris, Dylan Gabriel, Eric Gray, Theo Weiss, Nick Anderson, Damon Harmon. Now that list is your starting quarterback, your starting right tackle, your starting safety, your starting running back, starting wide receiver, and a starting safety. <laughs> Crazy. I've never seen a day like that. Um, never seen a day like for anybody. I've never seen a day like that. It was rough. It was rough. Um, and, and hopefully all those guys are all right. And I mean, all reports. Well, I think we'll things are talk going more about right. that so, later. Yeah. But yeah, the Damon Harmon news is good. It is good. The Damon yeah. Harmon news is good. That was that was mm-hmm. sickeningly scary. Especially at that point in the game and how things had gone that day. And it just, yeah, that was just scary watching it and just sickening, like you said. Um, good morning, fellas. Just wanted to say that I could not be any more confused about how this is going. 
To see a team seemingly have it all together at the beginning and now take giant steps backwards is just a head-scratcher. Help it all make sense. From Burley Boomer. Um, man, I don't know if I can help you, but Burley, it is hard to figure out. I understand that Nebraska is not a great football team. But uh, what Nebraska put, they beat Indiana like 35-21, I think, on Saturday or whatever. They're not great. They're not garbage. I mean, they're, you know, they're not uh, an FCS team or whatever. And to play as well as they did against Nebraska in front of 90,000 people on the road and look as confident and dominant and um, locked in, especially defensively, same page, um, and then just two weeks later to look to be in complete disarray and shambles. I don't know if I've ever seen a team. It's going to be hard to say some things today, TJ, that aren't, coming off sounding insulting I, I don't mean to do that I don't I, you know I'm in a tricky position no in yeah, situation, I, absolutely you are I don't know that I've ever seen a team of any kind that had a bigger glass jaw than this team had like they were riding high and soaring and took one punch and have just completely fallen apart Kansas State showed up in Norman and punched him in the mouth, and just everything has crumbled. Wrecked them mentally. The just offense, the defense, mm-hmm. their their confidence is out the window. Now you got injuries on top of it, and I don't, Burley. I don't have a good explanation for you. I think that there are things we can speculate about, and will as this day goes along about where the talent level is and. Um, you know, maybe some things we misread in the preseason or I think there's some, you know, some coaching that hasn't stuck yet or, you know, there's all kinds of different suggestions people are going to make. Is, you know, were we too high on Dylan Gabriel? Is the defense too hard to learn this quickly? There's all kinds of things. I don't know what the right answer is. But it is shocking how quickly they went from, hey, that might be the second-best team in the country. They look great to, are we going to make a bowl? Yeah, that's that's the discussion I had Saturday night was, are we going to be bowl eligible by the two time weeks. this is all said and done in two weeks? And you're right. There's no – like I sat there last Saturday just completely confused by what I was seeing, and then I was just in complete shock on Saturday in the way that they got beat down on both sides of the ball, on how quickly it happened, and just some of the things that we saw in relation to what you just talked about. And, you know, even the, the, uh, the I'm bringing this up because this text was on the text line this morning of quit playing that Boz promo. Even Boz saying about how the attitude and flying to the ball and everything that he was seeing with this team, how it made him giggle. And, you know, it's just such a complete flip. It is, 
I mean, I sat there Saturday like, like, why is this happening? Like, how is it to this degree? It's one thing to get beat two weeks in a row and and go through some things with Brent in his first year and and building some things with that, how he wants to build it with his program. It's another thing to get beat down the way that you did. Yeah. Dominated. Dominated, yeah. By a team that, by all accounts, everybody was kind of the same page. We're not sure who this TCU team is now. Or by yet. two good but probably not great teams. Right, right. And I mean, I think TCU and Kansas State might end up having good seasons, but they're not going to be college football playoff teams. This is not LSU Peach Bowl. No, no, I mean, no, it was no, the no, same. No. It was the yeah. same type of beatdown, but that's not an LSU Peach Bowl team. And Kansas State, I think, has some really good pieces. They got beat by Tulane at home. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I've I don't know football as well as the guys I run with, and they're confused. So, it is really a head scratching week, and Texas looks to be playing good. At least they did last Saturday, and I think if you're a Sooner fan, this is the first time in a long time you're going down to Dallas going, oh, boy, right? <laughs> right, yes. I don't even know if I do. We want it, you know, which might be the best thing. I mean, we'll talk about this as the week goes along. Maybe a little overconfidence for Texas is a good thing, but who's going to be the quarterback? Who's available to play mm-hmm. on both mm-hmm. sides of the ball? What kind of team are they going to have? You know, I mean, it's – man, I mean – Worst case scenario, you, you're you not playing well, your confidence is completely shattered, and now seemingly half your starters are hurt. <laughs> it is not good, man. It is not good. I told you to bring home better news from Fort Worth than what you did. 633. <laughs> we'll get back to more of this fun conversation when we come back. It's the T-Row in the morning show on The Ref. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, boy. I mean, we mentioned it last segment, but the injuries. Welcome back. T-Row in the morning show here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Just one after another. Uh, It did seem like every two or three plays, somebody was uh, hobbling off or being helped off or um that that will be a major storyline this week obviously who is available for the texas game i don't expect i don't expect to get a lot of answers uh ou has very few advantages it looks like going into this game and certainly letting texas know who's going to play is not going to help them so i don't think we're going to know until saturday morning you know who's going to play that would be my guess but let's start with the quarterback, Deej. That was one of the dirtiest hits I've ever seen in my life. Uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It was unnecessary. Well, <laughs> dirty. I mean, that's just the right word for it. It was a dirty, it was a dirty hit. And um, you knew right when it happened, right upon contact, this isn't going to be good. Now, he knocked a guy out of the game. Yeah, right, right. Gave him a head injury mm-hmm. when he was – Going into a slide, the way he did it, the way you're supposed to do it. And, um, you know, I said this on the air Saturday and was, you know, things weren't going well, so maybe a little grumpier than normal. But hopefully the Big 12 will look at this and that'll be more than a one-game suspension. Um, 
a hit like that is exactly what we're trying to get out of the game. There are some targeting plays that we can debate and and go back and forth on what's a defender supposed to do. And, you know, targeting is a controversial thing. But that is blatantly reckless and extremely dangerous. And, I mean, my punishment would be for every game Dylan Gabriel has to miss, he has to miss a game plus one. That's that's what I think the punishment should be. Now, so far, the Big 12 office has not called to ask my opinion. But if they do, that will be my recommendation. That's not a bad uh, recommendation there. I actually like that, like going forward even, if it's something like that. Um you know, same amount of games plus one. I think that's completely fair. And that that kid knew afterwards, but afterwards is you know, you got sent to timeout and had time to think about it, and you realized. I don't doubt he feels. I don't doubt he feels bad, feel and bad. I not even necessarily. You know, it, it's Jamoy Hodge was the linebacker's name, but you have to send a message that that is completely unacceptable. He could have ended a guy's career right there. Mm-hmm. He could have killed a guy. I mean, I don't want to go too far. I'm just saying, you cannot have that. And OU had very, very little chance before that, and they had zero chance after it in that game. So, I mean, that was the end of the game. We all knew it. It was probably over before that. But as soon as that happened, it was over. And Dylan was not – Dylan – I spent a portion of last week at least defending Dylan, saying, hey, he missed some throws, but he's way down the list of problems. He was not good Saturday no, at he all. he was not. He was not. He was – it's like he came out and couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. And, I mean, they had opportunities in those first four or five drives to – go score and keep that a game close and at least see if their defense could figure some things out and keep the pressure on him. And he was just wildly erratic. And then there were a couple of times when he did make a good throw that his receivers dropped it. It was just a comedy of errors all over the place. Um, he He's another guy that looks like his confidence is just shot. I don't know what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. I think um, Jeff Levy is – like, what's going on? Like, his accuracy is the number one trait. And Levy had him at UCF, and, like, yeah, he's only he's only 5'11". He's quick enough, but he's not super fast. But this guy could put it through a pinhole, and he does sometimes. He makes some – like, the, the throw to uh, Braden Willis that was 78 yards or whatever was an incredible throw. He had two or three throws last week that were just – Absolute dimes. And then he'll spit off three or four that are just wildly erratic. And you're like, it overthrow guys. I don't know what's going on with him. But it doesn't matter now. He might be out. Probably is, don't you think? I mean, I don't see him. You never know with a concussion. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if he plays this weekend. The following week, I think there's a chance. But boy, it would really surprise me if he's ready to go Saturday with how hard of a hit he took. I agree. Here's the hope. I agree. I don't think he'll play. But here's the hope. OU is extremely cautious with head injuries. Right. 
And I didn't, that didn't sound like much of a hope yet, but I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> they have been kind of at the forefront of concussion research and way before everybody was into it, right? I mean, way back, OU has been big into the uh, concussion prevention game. And so your hope is maybe, I don't know if he was out on the turf or if they were like, listen, you took a shot to the head. Let's just be super cautious here. I think he did have a concussion or they would have brought him out for the second half. I mean, there's a reason he did not come out of the locker room. He didn't go to the hospital, but he didn't come out back out of the locker room. But maybe they were being extremely cautious. He woke up Sunday and he felt great and he's going to pass all the protocols and he's going to be fine Saturday. But I think that's pretty low percentage. I mean, I, I think you've got to assume Oklahoma's not going to have Dylan Gabriel for the Texas game. Which leads us down the, well, who's it going to be game? And Davis Bevel gave us very little Ooh. reason for confidence. Yes. He looked scared to death. Mm-hmm. Couldn't pull the trigger on a pass. Kept taking sacks. Maybe a week of him getting all the snaps and being the number one guy, he he is better. But now you're walking into the cauldron that is OU Texas. Maybe the most nerve-wracking atmosphere in the sport. <laughs> I'm kind of with everybody else. Why not give General Booty a shot? Right? I mean, what's it going to hurt? But I don't know what he is. I have no idea. He's got a He's cool a name. name. I, have a name. No I-, I mean, that's why everybody loves it and wants to see him. It's, it's the name. But what does that mean? I have mean? no idea how good he is. <laughs> right. What does that mean? <laughs> exactly. It is a cool name. But he, but... Can't be, he can't be worse than what you saw from Bevel absolutely on Saturday. Not. Maybe not even worse than what you saw from Dylan Gabriel on Saturday. Unless he just absolutely doesn't understand the offense, which he's been around for a bit. Surely he's got at least a small grasp of it. I, I've heard some Nick Evers. Okay. I saw a little bit of him in the spring game, and he, he looked really raw. But maybe. I don't know. I, it, it is kind of the card up the sleeve of Jeff Levy this week that Texas doesn't really know who the quarterback's going to be. Um, I did think, and I don't like this admission, but I did think in the middle of an OU broadcast Saturday about the prophet. When he called in a couple of weeks ago saying General Booty should be the guy that they're playing. You, you did what? I thought about the prophet. A shame I thought, on you. You know what? The prophet is going to. Listen, people. The team was a disarray on the field. Even the play-by-play guy can't keep it together in the booth thinking of the prophet it, during a game. It, it crossed my mind. He called in, remember, and said, uh, Dylan Gabriel ain't got good it. about the booty. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I know that Davis Bevel did nothing Saturday to give me confidence that he's the guy going forward. Now, again, tough spot, right? He comes into a game that they're getting killed uh, as the backup, and TCU's got their ears pinned back. And um, and the guy before him just got his bell rung. So I'll give him that. Tough spot. But still, I heard Teddy say this on his podcast last night. There are two different ways that you see guys attack that. Either, heck yeah, this is the chance I've been waiting for. I'm going to go show everybody that I should be the guy. Or, holy crap, I'm in the game. 
<laughs> and that looked like a holy crap, I'm holy, in the game mode for crap Davis moment, Bevel. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, this will be an interesting decision and an interesting week for Oklahoma. And my man Shep, the spotter in the booth, is he better get a good night's sleep Friday night because his pregame work on Saturday to figure out who's playing and who's not playing in this game is going to be off the charts. Well, no goat burgers. No goat burgers for him. No. Break time. We got a lot more to talk about. You back to your text messages next. Back after this. It's time to up your game with the latest in ref gear and let the world know you're part of the ref army. Visit the ref store at KREF.com for hats, sweatshirts, ref branded t-shirts, and exclusive t-shirts like our Ban 11 AM kickoff shirt. Breathe if you hate Texas shirt or the brand new I'm All In Team 128 shirt. Wear what we wear and get your ref gear at KREF.com today. Welcome back, everyone. Toby and TJ back with you. It's the t Good song. It's another good song. I just want to listen to the song. Uh, this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. A couple of texts here. We'll get Every to the Every rose uh, has its thorns. That's right. It? Every rose has no, its thorns. Great song. Uh, Toby. Yes. <laughs> you are now the voice of the Titanic. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, Brent has delivered eulogies for his defense. I'm sorry. You must give the play-by-play of this sinking ship. Take care of Teddy, Dwayne, and Norman. Wow. Well, I mean, here's the deal. Um, <laughs> You're the guy on the violin. <laughs> I'll go down with the ship. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the band's got to have a lead singer, right? So, uh, for OU football, this is uncharted territory. But it is not for some of the other sports I have called. Uh, not only at OU, but in my career, TJ. I, I don't think we won a game at Southern Nazarene while I was uh, the play-by-play voice for their football program for a while. Certainly not hardly any. But OU basketball uh, has taken some pummelings in the last 12 years, and and uh, I feel like more seasons than not uh, OU baseball, the fan base was uh, knocking at my door wanting to burn things down, TJ. So... Uh, this is uh, not an uncomfortable situation for this guy, but for the OU football fan base, it is. It is so. I'll be. I'm. I'm known to be there every game. I'll be there. Don't you worry about me. Uh, I think we should probably get Roger in before we run out of time because he. Uh, right. I think he's got a lot to say. You know, Roger. Roger Roger's not yeah, shy yeah. about his opinions. Yeah. Roger in Fort Hood, Texas. Good morning, Roger. I think that's where he's at. That's right. That's right, man. Still carrying the pen name. You know, TJ, I was talking to TJ over the break. Toby, first of all, I'm proud of you that you actually came on the net this morning and said some stuff that was that needed to be said. And I know it's tough being a play-by-play guy. You're affiliated with OU. You call the games. They absolutely have a glass jaw, and they are through the ropes. And I don't know if they're getting back in the ring. You know, it's as a fan, you know, a lot of times, especially on game day and after the day after, the emotions kind of carry you. With all due seriousness, I just I have never seen no you. So we had declines, you know, the Switzer era. You had the the Gibbs thing that went on. We had probation going on. We were really in a tough spot, and the program just steadily declined to where it was when Stoops took it over in '98, end of '98, '99. Right? This has come out of nowhere, and the real danger is I don't know who we can beat the rest of the year. I think that's and that's being honest. Uh, the confidence of this football team is just completely shot. Um, and I don't know how we got to this point. 
And I don't, you know, it's uncomfortable for me to hear people blaming, like, the previous regime, which, you know, you could say what you want about Riley. He won 11, 12 games a year, won conference championships about every year, was one or two plays away from going back last year. He, he had top 10 recruiting classes basically every year, if not top 10, top 12, top 13. The cover was not there. I feel like there was so much overcorrection done on this roster and on this football team that Venables missed on a couple of decisions that he really needed to focus on. He needed to get one of those two quarterbacks back, in my opinion. You know, if you, you had to do whatever you had to do to get Williams to come back, if he's not coming back, the next phone call is back to Rattler. You know, just somebody that has familiarity, maybe not the system, but with the players. And I would gladly take Tanner Mordecai at this point at quarterback. I mean, that's a way, way bridge too far. But I guess my point is I feel like they were focused on everything else. It was so positive. Uh, TJ and I were talking. I have to question a lot about Jerry Schmidt right now. There were a lot of complaints about Benny Wiley. We didn't have stuff like this going on with Benny Wiley. And the last thing I'll say is I never saw no U team under Lincoln Riley or Stoops ever quit. They quit on Saturday, man. And there were guys leaving the game. I don't think they were hurt. I think they were just, they didn't want to play anymore. That's against TCU, man. They weren't playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's, I'm just shocked. I don't know who we're winning in the ballgame. I really don't. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they show up and fight on Saturday. But, and the fact that we're at a point where we have a, a guy that, I'm not sure he's better than a lot of high school quarterbacks in Southern California or Texas right now. So that's 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 another indictment on just this staff. It's very new, but if we go three and nine or four and eight, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what, what the security has job. Now we're a long way from there right now, but it's not out of the realm of possibility that a guy goes three and eight or four and eight, three and nine, and all of a sudden everything gets questioned, including the entire staff. So I appreciate you taking the call, Toby, and, I, and thanks for being honest this morning, just about the state thanks, of the program. So. All right, see you. Thanks, Ben. Uh, Roger in Fort Hood, formerly Roger in L.A. Break time, top of the hour, deep breath. <sighs> hour two coming up next.